0: of the spirit when you are carrying him there was a big challenge in the realm of the spirit it was a difficult pregnancy yes. to carry him yes. to the point that it looked like you're going to lose him at some point yes. because i remember i am seeing it in the realms of the spirit when you're about four months going to five months yes. i saw you bleeding that yes. you thought that you actually lost him yes yes Bravo, i am trying to understand what these two angels are saying because I'm hearing one saying, God with us, and the other one is saying Emmanuel. That's uh, what is that? It's a Emanuel. Zoom that. zoom zoom. So I think 6300. That's <laughs> <laughs> When I got to this place, I saw an address like 8111. The angel told me walk five steps. I walked five steps and I saw like unit five. I saw a two. I saw a nine. I saw another nine. I saw a three. I saw a zero. I saw a B. It's like a pay view or something like that. But, That's me. Huh? That's me. I don't know what this is. I'm seeing a D, an e and R and an M. But I don't. I saw him doing this, throwing seeds. When people are throwing seeds, it means they have a calling, a pastoral calling to feed people and to raise people. Yeah. Huh? You say what? A pastor. Yeah. Hey. I pray for you in the name of Jesus that the Lord will touch you wherever you are. I pray that the Sulam anointing shall come upon you as you listen to this prayer. I pray that your spiritual ears and your spiritual eyes and your spiritual understanding shall be unlocked this day. I pray that the mysteries of Jehovah God shall be released unto you. I pray that you may know his power, that you may know his love, that you may know his might in your life this day. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. May what was impossible become possible now. Landele kista avuka la brondele kista vara kia se. Mevra tufta ika la le bronde dia. La Clariosto fra dei le kista avuka talamande. La, la esti glory fantelino. Mevretita atuva kashuka pravedia amande. L'angati talabra de liga o kapava ke tila mandele le pronde vikatei Zila kusha mevrafia a zu fekei Kinkarabassonte legeia a zu ke pradekista le goshta Prava kuste i karabakantele teleba sovarei makusha arade dia azaka talabante azuva, meria le I pray that my encounters with the Lord will become your encounters. I pray that every single angelic visitation that I've experienced, may the Lord favor you today. May the Lord give you the grace to see the things that I have seen and beyond. I unlock you in the prophetic today. I release the Sulam anointing upon you today. May angels ascend and descend upon you in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. May the Lord be glorified through your life. May the world know that Jesus is alive by reason of him manifesting himself through you. I decree and declare as a prophet of God there will be a difference from this day when you stand before people when you pray there will be a change that people will know that the Holy Spirit is upon you and he has anointed you to do the work of God to be a shield for your family to be a defender of your family let it be so now Blessings everybody, this is Prophet Lovi, and I'm so excited to be inviting you to the second prophetic school that we're going to be having this year. It's just going to be phenomenal. The first one was so powerful, but this one will be even greater and will be even better. It's very important to understand that it is God's will that every single person, whether you're an evangelist, whether you're a pastor, whether you're a teacher, whether you're an apostle, for you to function in the prophetic. Because the prophetic is the revealer of things that are hidden in the heavenly realm. If God wanted to speak to you concerning California right now, you cannot find any verse in the scripture that will talk about California. But God through his spirit and by his spirit, he can speak to you specifically concerning the things he's going to be doing in the land. So it's very important for you to know, How to hear the voice of God, so that you will know that every step that you take, that God is the one that is ordering it. The Bible says it clearly, those who are led by the Spirit are the sons of God. My desire is that you will grow into a place where you are led by the Holy Spirit, where you can know his voice. You will know his still small voice, where he wants you to go, where he wants you to step, so that many people will be blessed because of you my prayer is that you will be one of those that will be baptized in the prophetic and your life will never be the same this is prophet Lovi, and i can't wait to see you from september 30th to october 2nd it's gonna be prophetic it's gonna be powerful and you will live so equipped and ready to win the world for jesus god bless you and i can't wait to see you this is the prophet lovey shalom shalom I've been, I've been, I've been taken captive by the truth, and I, I don't think I want to get out. Coming to this class, I'm just tapping deeper into the spirit, and uh, I've learned that. You need a doorway into the spirit, and Prophet Lovi is that doorway. And you can try to do it on your own, but you will not get far at all. You need a doorway. It's actually really nice to uh, just be able to engage and to listen to everybody's experiences and learn that we're all having the same thing. We're all going through the same thing. We're all lost and in the dark about the same stuff. And for him to clear it up, it's just been great. I decided to attend prophetic school Because um, I want to learn. I want to learn from someone that has a relationship with Jesus, that knows Jesus, that expresses Jesus out, that I see Jesus through. There's just been deep layers upon layers on things that uh, the prophet has been speaking on that is just like mind-blowing. Perfected school was no other option. There was no other option for my life, for my family's life, I tell you. This is the best thing we've ever done. When given the opportunity for something like a prophetic school, I had to. I didn't have a choice. I would recommend it for anybody who wants to walk on this earth with God. There's nothing like this. It's amazing. (laughs) What else to say about it? Um, I, I hope you can partake in it. Do yourself and your future and your future generations the biggest blessing and favor and come and take part in this because you will not regret it. I promise you, I'm speaking from my own experience. You have to learn to bring the battle to the devil. Stop allowing the devil to attack you. You should be the one that is attacking him. Let me explain it. Those who clap, may God give you more grace. Now listen, and listen very well. The devil in the first chapter of the Bible, or the first book of the Bible, in the third chapter, Genesis chapter number 3, the devil is referred to as that serpent, a serpent. But if you move to Revelations, he's called that old serpent, that dragon. Meaning, if you don't deal with the devil in the book of Genesis, you don't deal with him in the beginning of your day. If you don't deal with him in Deuteronomy, you don't deal with him in the book of Acts, you don't deal with him in the book of Revelation. If you reach the book of Revelation, he becomes that old serpent, that dragon. Killing a snake is easier than killing a dragon. Many of you are dealing with dragons because you failed to kill a snake when God puts you in the garden where everything you ever needed is the devil will also be present because the one who holds on to what he has been given is the owner not the one who is given but the one who holds on to it is not how you start it's how you finish so if you don't deal with that snake and you let him become a dragon you'll be dealing with a dragon that is breathing out fire when you should have dealt with a snake that you could just step on his head god is telling me tell them you deserve it then god took me to psalm 103 and i saw the psalm of david now you have to ask yourself this question did David become king because he deserved it, because he worked for it, or because God decided that he will be? God decided. Because God decided. Amen. So you don't deserve things because you worked, but because God decided. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. The devil's work is for you to disqualify yourself from what God has already decided to give. I think this is for people in the back. The devil's mission is always to do one thing. To make you see that you don't belong where you want to be in. That you're not qualified to be where you're, you're desiring to be. Help us, Lord. Because in his mind, he knows that you have been taught everything that you have, you have to work for it. Teach Papa. But there are things that are from Jesus that you can never work for. Hallelujah. That He can only give you. I receive. The Bible says, Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. And He shall lift you up. Not because you deserve it, but because He decided. Ah. May God elevate you this hour. I receive. May God lift you up this hour. I receive. In the realm of the Spirit, you see what is on your shirt. The Lord said to me your name is what is on your shirt. Hallelujah. I receive. What is your name? Rose. What do you have on your shirt? Hallelujah. I don't know why. Where is my mama Ghana Power? I saw fire jumping from her and coming to you. And I'm trying to understand why. When I looked at you, I saw her. When I saw her, I saw you. Are you a nurse? You're in the medical field. Yeah. Go to her, put the mic on her. I'm a nurse. Were you married before? Divorce. Okay, go to my mama Ghana. I'm divorced. I saw somebody else with a name like Campbell. Campbell. As I was walking in the realms of the spirit, God says that he's about to bless the Campbell family. Prophesy. I saw somebody in the Bible called Anna, but God said no, Anne. Tracy Anne. Ah. Prophesy. I saw God taking words and run with it to the ends of the world. What does he do? is like Ogaga, Ogaga. Do you know somebody called Kenny? Kenny, Kenny. that's me. Kenny Ogba Ogaga. Kenny. Kenny. Ogba Ogaga. (laughs) 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 Ogba Who's Who has a name that starts with like an M? Just said Maria Maria. (laughs) Because I was looking at you there, I'm seeing an M on your forehead. I saw God putting a garment on somebody called Jonathan. My first name. Prophet. Prophet. In 2013, you are not supposed to be here. Hey! You had surgery. Major surgery. I looked at you and I saw an x-ray. I saw your body beyond the flesh. And the Lord told me that we need to pray for his lungs. Right down. Where? In, in, the, in the lungs. You've seen me before. I've never seen you before. How yes. can I know these things? I the know one thing about you. You are real. <laughs> God bless everybody. This is Prophet Lovi, and I am so blessed to have each and every one of you live with me in this hour. Uh, I was praying and I was asking the Lord what I should speak to you all and in my spirit the Lord told me to speak to you about spiritual time. Yes, spiritual time. Does it exist, or it doesn't exist, or what is all this about, spiritual time? So I want everybody that is on here, I want you to share it. Share it as much as you can because it is going to bless and change somebody's life. It will surely bless and change somebody's life. It will give you an understanding of the spiritual realm like you have never had before. Andrew Journey says, greetings from California. God bless you. So, ah, my big sister, Abube, God bless you. God bless you, my, my dear sister, the prophetess. This is just going to change somebody's life, understanding spiritual time. Does time have a spirit? <laughs> does, does, does time have a spirit or is, or is time a spirit? Or is it vice versa? What is time? what does it mean does the st- spiritual world really have time what is going on with this time thing this is what I want to talk about this is what I want to share with people this is what I want to bless people with so I want each and every one of you to share and share and share and have your notepad and your pen because it might it won't be a lot to grasp it will make sense in a few sentences and it and And it will make you enter into what God wants you to have. The reason, remember, the Bible says, My people perish because of lack of knowledge. Mm -hmm. You are not powerful in the spirit, in your prayer life, simply because you don't have understanding of spiritual things. I'm going to say it one more time. My people perish because of lack of knowledge. And the Bible says it again like this. Those who know their God shall do great exploits. So, what makes you powerful as a believer is what you know. That is why you can find somebody in the demonic realm can be technically more powerful than a Christian who does not have spiritual understanding. I'm going to say it again. That is why it takes you to go to somebody Who is anointed to be able to break curses. To deliver you and do things like that. Because not only are they anointed. But they have understanding of what they are dealing with. The Bible says do not be ignorant of the devil's devices. Meaning that you suffer from the enemy because of ignorance. You don't know. The Bible says it again. Our weapons of warfare. Meaning it's not one. It's many. Now somebody who is only using one weapon. If the devil changes the tactic on you. But you only use one weapon, you're in trouble. I don't know if I'm talking to somebody. So spiritual knowledge is very necessary. And remember, this is one of the sevenfold spirits of God. Is one of them. We have the spirit of the Lord. We have the spirit of wisdom. We have the spirit of power. We have the spirit of understanding. We have the spirit of counsel. We have the spirit of the Lord. And we have the spirit of the fear of the Lord. You need all seven to be complete. And this is one of them. Because we are going to deal with something to do with knowledge. Now remember, we have different kinds of knowledge. We have the knowledge of this world. We have the knowledge that resides in the heavenly realms or the angelic realm. And we have the knowledge and the wisdom that resides with God himself. Like an example is, what did Enoch know so that the rapture can happen before time? How did Enoch get raptured? Remember, the rapture is based on time. It's based on a certain season. I don't know if somebody's catching me. The rapture is based on a certain season. Amen. On a certain season is when the rapture is set up. How is somebody in the Old Testament? I don't know if somebody's catching me. How is somebody in the Old Testament getting raptured before the hour of the rapture? I I hope somebody is catching this. And remember, remember something. He's the same one that says, I saw the Lord. If you read in the book of Joel, Joel quotes the book of Enoch, which says, and I saw the Lord coming with thousands upon thousands of angels. This man saw this before the time. Now, if he saw the end, I'm going to touch on something here. I hope somebody will bear with me. If he saw what was going to come. If he saw what was going to come. How did he enter into what he saw? I hope somebody's catching. Yeah. I'm not telling you to go read the book of Enoch. You have no business reading that book if you have not read the scriptures your Bible has not helped you, that book will never help you. And plus, some chapters in there are not written by Enoch himself. Some of it is messed up. I don't know if somebody is capturing this. Are you ready, people? I'm about to start. Are you ready? I want everybody to share. And if you've shared, whether you're on Periscope, whether you're on on Facebook, whether you're on YouTube, I want you to share. And when you share it, you type prophet we've shared, then I'll start to teach you. I'm giving you a few minutes. La prakatia talamande le de dia. Le gora paravia casote le mande praduva kista aduvakea. Le bracusta valia sante le mandele prodigia Le coramande le My Father and my God, I thank you for this opportunity to be with your people and to speak to them your words. I pray that what comes out of me will be purely your word that will help them into a greater and more powerful walk with you. Let everything of self, Father, diminish, but let everything that comes from you increase that they may see and know you better and walk with you better and accomplish their work that you have set them up on the earth to do even faster. Father, I pray through them that so many people will be saved so many people will be, will be transformed by the reason of what they're going to hear today. Their own life will begin to benefit from it before anybody else. In the mighty and powerful name of the living Jesus. Amen and amen. Uh, Facebook, let me see how much you've shared so that I can, I can begin teaching. Glory be to the Lord Jesus forever. Glory be to the Lord Jesus forever. Now listen to this. I want you to go to Second Peter chapter 12. Second Peter, Peter chapter, chapter Second Peter chapter 1, verse 12. Second Peter chapter one, verse 12. Second Peter chapter one, verse 12. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 12. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 12. If you're ready, just type prophet. We're ready and I will continue. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Are you ready? Now listen to this. He says, Wherefore I will not be negligent to put, away always, to put you always in remembrance of these things Though you may know them and be established in the present truth. I want everybody to read it one more time. I want you to read it right one more time. Therefore I will not be negligent to put, your, to put you always in remembrance of these things. Though you know them and be established in the, in the present truth. Now. You have to know this. If there is present truth, there is past truth, and there is future truth. All of it is truth. But there is present truth, there is past truth, and there is future truth. Amen. I'm going to say it one more time. Paul in the second in the second uh, second Peter. 2nd Peter, uh, the Apostle Peter in 2nd Peter's chapter 1 verse 12 is telling you, he's putting you to remembrance so that you are established in this present truth. Now you have to understand something. The present truth of Peter is not the present truth of Prophet Lovi. They are all truth, but they are based on different times. Let me give you a natural example. We know that every particle that makes the physical world is called atoms. Atoms are so small, right? But in the time of Jesus, he could not tell them that your faith is like atoms. He had to tell them your faith is like a mustard seed. Why? Because a mustard seed has a potential to become a big tree. Jesus was condemning small faith. That's why I told them, where is your faith? I don't know if somebody's catching. Yeah. So if the Lord Jesus walked in today's world, he would not say, if your faith be like a mustard seed. Remember, those people de- dealt with farming. They understand farming. They were, they, they, it was not scientific. But now in science, we know there's something smaller than a mustard seed. Atoms is the smallest particle. But we are made up of atoms. This whole physical universe is made up of atoms. I don't know if somebody's catching. Yeah. Now, mustard seed and atoms are still the same language, but it's based on truths. I, I, wish, yeah. I wish somebody's catching what I'm trying to tell you. He's relaying the same message, but using different tr- truths because of the different times that people are living in. Jesus was dealing with an agricultural society. Now we are dealing with a scientific society. Yeah, I don't know if somebody is catching this. So let me explain to you something now. I'm gonna break spiritual time into three things. Listen, anybody who told you that in the spirit there's no time, they lied to you. It's not true. There is time in the spirit. I'll say it again. Anybody who told you there is no time in the spirit deceived you or they did not know. Now, it may be their truth at that point. Let me explain to you the difference between past truth and future truth. Okay. Let me give you an example. And present truth. What is the difference between past truth, present truth and future truth? Let me ask everybody a question here. And people who know me, they know that I've asked them this question. Did Jesus die for you? If it is true, I want you to type yes. Did Jesus die for you? Did Jesus die for you? Andrew Journey says yes. Ronald, good evening to you. Zion Elias says yes. Matthew Johnson says no. Mike Jack says yes. My daughter Paula Campbell says no. My daughter Gabby says no. Mercedes says for our sins. No, I asked you, did he die for you? Yes or no? A lot of people are saying yes. Everybody is saying, majority of the people. Okay, let's go back now. Go go to Facebook. Let me see Facebook. Facebook, a lot of people, he died for the sins of the world. Okay, okay. Now, let me explain to you. Let me explain to you. Even though he di- you say that he died for your sins, it is true, but it's past truth. It is not the present truth. It's past truth, it's not present truth. Yeah. Because present truth is you are product of the cross, not the cause of it. Because when you get, you know, the word born again is actually doesn't exist in the Bible. When we say born again, it's not actually born again. Because it's impossible for you to be born again. The Bible actually says those who are born from above, not born again, but born from above. When you are born again, which means to be born from above, The Lord takes the old spirit out of you and puts a new person inside of you. This person never sinned against God. This person never provoked God. This person, God is not angry with with him. This person never even sent Jesus to the cross. The old man is the one that was a sinner that sent Jesus to the cross. But the one who came after the cross is not the cause of the cross but the product of it. So anybody who is living in past truth, your relationship with God also will be frustrated because you're in past truth. You are not in present truth. The present truth is you are born from above. You are not an enemy of God. You are not somebody that God is looking at waiting to destroy you. You are born from above. You are the cause, you are, co- you, you are, you are born of the cross but not the cause of it. So anybody who is saying that Jesus died for me, you are still in all truth. Even though it is true, even though it will take you to heaven, the reality is your physical life will be limited and you will have a lot of problems in your spiritual walk simply because of one thing, you are in past truth. So you will not be able to receive present truth because you will still look at yourself like a guilty person. Yet somebody who is in present truth knows that they are innocent. They are what they are because of the grace of God. The Bible literally tells you old things have passed away. So if you are still in old things, you are still in old truth. I don't know if somebody is understanding this. Now somebody who has listened to this right now. Those who have listened to what I just said right now. What has happened? You have entered into present truth. Notice the time zone has changed based on what you know. The the prophet Isaiah said something interesting. Listen to what prophet Isaiah said. Prophet Isaiah said it like this. He said, by his stripes we are healed. Now that is impossible unless he saw future truth. Because he's talking about a truth. That is happening before it has happened. I don't know if somebody is catching what I'm saying. How can Isaiah say by his stripes we are healed? Yet Jesus has not died. Jesus has not even come. But he's speaking of future truth as if it is present truth. Somebody is not catching this. I wish somebody could capture this. I wish somebody could capture this. I wish somebody could capture this. Glory be to the Lord Jesus. I don't know if somebody is capturing this. (laughs) Ah, glory, Fantelino. Prevende legista avoke telebante. Merianda da custa alla cusha preve che remonde Liga sabadosha. legura parava vacotela, mande le prade gisha merunda kisha avacatela, tela rebe gusta allonde praghia che raba sonte le liha le barafuta liga sovatia merake sita la gonde le bia radoste veliga savonte linga talamande le cora pavia «Zepronte dia Sato paria tekete lagusta merande gista avonde legia a sofa mendakusha perade kista legora mandele kista adova ke sente le mande kirabate liga savadea, ropa vika sote marunda kista avale kisa, legora paruva se di sonte liga savadia Racusta Taliga Telemande le Costa, Rebedia Savo, Rebahus de Icarabante Legea, Racoste Pariva Sente, Laesti Constelestang, Glory Fantelino, Rabia Sonte Lebante Lequista Adalamande Hida Baha. Oh, my God, I feel it in my spirit. Let me explain to you, let me go even farther. There is a difference. Between eternal life, everlasting life, and forever, there is a difference between eternal life, everlasting life, and forever. I will say it again. There is a big difference. I don't know if somebody is listening to me. There is a big difference. Between eternal life. Everlasting life. And forever. Somebody who does not understand the difference between these three. Three. You will be waiting for God's time, and you will never understand what God's time is. I don't know if somebody's catching this. Now, now, go, 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 go back uh, to, to, to Facebook. Listen, when I break it down for you, you will understand why you have been missing some things you are not supposed to be missing. I pray for the spirit of revelation to come on you. Amen. I receive. There is a big difference between eternal, everlasting, and forever. Amen. If you don't understand the difference between these three, Joy, George, uh, Joy George, God bless you. May the Lord bless you. All the way from Kenya. My place of birth. If you don't know the difference between these three, you will continue to go around the same mountain and you will never understand why. Okay, I want to show you something. You know your Bible says hell is forever. Mm-hmm. Does the Bible say that? Yeah. Hell is forever. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Is somebody catching this? Hell is forever, right? Mm-hmm. Hello? Hell is forever, right? Sabas from Tanzania, God bless you. Is somebody catching this? (laughs) Hell is forever, right? How many people believe hell is forever? If you believe hell is forever, I want you to type... Hell is forever. Let me explain to you something. Can I break it down for them? And then I will explain it. Let me explain it to you. Let me explain it to you like this. Forever is a measure of time. Forever is not forever. <laughs> forever is a measure of time. Let me prove it to you in the Bible. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready for this? <laughs> uh, okay, now go to, go to Revelation chapter 20, verse 14. Revelations 20 verse 14. Are you ready? Are you ready? Now, look at this. It says, Revelation chapter 20 verse 14. Listen to this. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire ah uh, so if hell and death are forever how are they being cast into the lake of fire meaning they will cease to exist because the bible is saying this is the second death ah uh. <laughs> i don't know if somebody's catching this hell is not forever it is forever in the measure of time But it's time beyond what you can measure in this dimension. But there is a way to measure it in this dimension. Because forever is different from everlasting. And everlasting is different from eternal. Break it down. I I feel like I'm losing people. Maybe I should stop. Maybe this was the wrong time. If you want me to continue to teach, just type... Amen, and, uh, and, and I'll continue. Forever is a measure of time. <laughs> I don't know if somebody's catching this. I'm just trying to help some people. YouTube, are you there? Periscope, Periscope. How are you doing Periscope. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Facebook. (laughs) Let's go to Facebook. I want to see people's comments. That is why, when the devil comes and tries to make your condition look like it will last forever, you know it is a lie because forever is a measure of time. Ah, I wish somebody would catch this. No situation is permanent. Aha, my son will ask a very important question. He says, Papa, if death and hell are cast into the lake of fire, are these two beings? Yes, they are. We'll talk about this series. That that is a different. Hell, death, and the grave, they are all different. They are all different. And I will do a teaching on it. Not today, but they are beings. They are not just a location, they are beings. Nicole says, continue. <laughs> I'm trying my best. <laughs> Forever is a measure of time. Let me tell you. Okay, let's look at an example. Go to the book of John. Go to John chapter 17, verse 3. John 17, 3. John 17, 3. John chapter 17 verse 3. John 17 verse 3. Are you there? Somebody is saying you are confusing me. (laughs) I'm not trying to confuse you. (laughs) I'm trying to help you. Somebody is watching from Dubai. God bless you. God bless you. Are you ready? Listen to what he says. And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. Now, the word eternal there is the word anos. A-I-O-N-I-O-S. Anos. Anos simply means that which has been that which has been without beginning or end that which has been that which has been that which has been, which has been. because you cannot you cannot know god in the in In a timeline called forever. And you cannot know God in a place called everlasting. You can only know God in one place. In eternity. Because everlasting is a measure of time. It's saying something that does not end. If it does not end then it is measured. Because it has a beginning. Eternal means that which has been. That which never began. That which will never end. That one that has just been. Everlasting simply means that which is undying. That which does not die. Ah, Am I helping somebody? That which everlasting literally means that which does not die. Ah, let let sure. Johan J- 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 Johannes uh, Ghana watching from Sweden God bless Sweden So you see the only thing that is not measured with time because it is the creator of time is eternal because God is eternal. The reason why you can never know, it doesn't matter what we do. It will be difficult for us to know the measure of God in his fullness simply because God is an eternal being, meaning he has no beginning, he never began, he will never end because he's not measured by what he created called time. You cannot measure him because there's no formula to measure him. I don't know if somebody's catching this. That is why it is so difficult and impossible to look at God and see Him in His fullness. That's why the Bible says nobody can see God and live. It's impossible for you to be alive to see Him. It's just it is impossible. You probably explode. Ah, I wish I could talk to somebody. So the only thing that is not measured, the only thing that is not measured is what is eternal. What is eternal means it was never born, it was never created, it is not measured, it is not ending, it is not beginning. It has no boundary, it has no height, it has no width, it has nothing because you cannot measure, it It just is. But everlasting, it means that it began. It means there is something that does not last. And this one begins the same, but it does not end. So when the Lord Jesus came, he gave us two things. Germany is blessed because of you faith. so look at this we know now for a fact Just by comparing these three you understand something you understand something That all these three are completely different. They are not even the same thing. They are not even similar Are you there, people, or am I, have I lost you? Chukwu Samuel, watching from the Philippines. The Philippines is blessed because of you. YouTube, are you there? YouTube, are you there? YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, when people say God's timing, what does that mean? When you say God's time. Because if you now investigate through this, you understand that God has no timing. Because he does not exist in time. That is why the Bible says, and Jesus ascended above all heavens. Where did he go? If he went beyond every heaven that has ever been made. Above all heavens, everything that was ever created, he went past it. Where did he go? Yeah. And the Bible says, so that he may feel all things. You have to understand that in eternity, in what is eternal, because it has no width, it has no height, it has no depth, it, has, it just is. It has the capacity to be poured into something and feel something, but it itself is not ending because it has no measure. That is why the Holy Spirit can be in me, can be in you, can be with everybody in the world. And the Holy Spirit is still not running out. Ah, I'm talking to somebody that I'm trying to expand their ability to know God. Because if you don't have an understanding of this, you'll think you're serving a limited God. That is why when people see the Lord Jesus walking on the earth. And they see the Lord Jesus praying. They are saying, well, he is praying to his father. Then he cannot be God. What they don't understand, the Bible says that he emptied himself and took the form of a servant. Now, if God is eternal, he has no measure. He has no measure. If he pours himself into a human being, a creature created of time, whether it is everlasting or forever, It is still in time. It means it has a capacity. So God taking the form of a human being, that human form had a capacity. So still because he's eternal, that's why the Lord Jesus said this. He said, No one has ascended unto heaven except the Son of Man who came from heaven and who is in heaven. Notice he's saying, I have come from heaven. I am here in the flesh, but I'm still in heaven. He's explaining something that only somebody who understands eternal, everlasting, and forever will come to the understanding of it. Ah, uh, I don't know if somebody is catching this. When the Bible is saying Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever... This is what the Bible is saying. It's saying through whatever lens of time you are in, whether you are in forever or whether you are in everlasting, when you look to where God is, what is eternal does not change. It is the same through any measure of time. Because remember, God has never slept. He has never slumbered. He does not know what yesterday is. He does not know what tomorrow is. He does not know what future is because God lives in what is called an eternal now. Because he's eternal. He doesn't know what it is to sleep. He has never slept. He has never known what it is to take a break. He just is. So when we look at him through the measure of time, through our lens, whether you are in past truth, present truth, future truth, he is the same God. If you believe him in present truth, he will be that present truth that you want. If you believe him in past truth, he will be that God in past truth. If you look at him in future truth, he will be that God in future truth. But in reality is this. In all timelines where we who are created in time, he does not change. He's the same person. Uh, I wish somebody will capture this. Ah, my, my, my prophet, prophet, prophet Bernard, God bless you. <laughs> so somebody who is dealing with God, you need to understand this. That's why the Bible says, whoever comes to him, he must know that he is. What does it mean that he is? He is eternal. Because remember when Moses asked God, who should I tell them that sent me? He said, tell them that I am. What does I am mean? I exist for myself by myself Through myself, in myself. How does that make sense? So now, when you understand this, when you read the Bible, you understand that Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 is actually wrongly interpreted. Because if you read it in Hebrew, it says, God, then He prepareth the heavens and the earth. But when you read your Bible, it's saying, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. You know there is a contradiction because God is eternal, He has never had a beginning. Yeah. So, how can you say in the beginning, unless the beginning is a person? So, when you read it in your Bible, it is referring to Him, the source. In a place called beginning, we is God, who is starting everything. He created the heavens and the earth. I feel like I'm talking to myself. What a mighty and powerful God we serve. Amen. What an everlasting God we serve. That is why when the Lord Jesus stood before the Pharisees and he told them, before Abraham, I am. They said, how could you say this? You young boy, are you saying that you are... they wanted to stone him? He said, for what good do you want to stone me? They said, we are not stoning you for any good, but we are stoning you because you are saying you are the son of God, making yourself equal to God. What does that mean? When you become a child of God, Born from above, there is something that you receive. You receive what is eternal. You receive eternal life. You receive that life that has been. Remember, eternal life is not being provided. Eternal life has always been. There are three kinds of life that God puts inside of you. Eternal life, that which allows you to always exist. I'm talking to the wrong people. I think I'm talking to the wrong people. I'm trying to explain something. Oh Lord Jesus, give us the grace to understand. It is because when God puts eternal life into you, you have the ability to see and understand what Prophet Lovey is saying. Now you understand that Prophet Lovey is understanding something that he could only understand if he has a taste of what is eternal. When you receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, you receive eternal life, which allows you to just exist. You see, the problem is, you have a mindset tied and bound to time. So you think living forever is the same as having eternal life. They are completely different. Ah, yeah 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 I don't know if somebody is catching me there is a difference between eternal life and everlasting life Jesus is saying I am giving you eternal life that is why when you receive eternal life you cannot die the Bible says heaven and earth shall pass Why aren't you passing away? Where will you exist if heaven and earth will pass? You will be able to exist in a place called eternity, which is not heaven because heaven is not eternal. Because it will pass. Ah, Somebody, somebody needs to, this needs to enter your spirit. Oh, Jesus. Uh, uh, Leisha asked, so immortal the, the same as eternal? No, they are not the same. Immortal is you have been made not to die, that is still in everlasting. Eternal is something that has just been. It just exists. Not because it was created. (laughs) Because God is not immortal. He is eternal. Ah, Let me see if YouTube is okay before I continue. I'm trying to push this thing deeper. Josiah and Heather, my, my, my spiritual children, God bless you. <laughs> my daughter J.D. Stewart said, I love how logical you, uh, you weave things together. Because it is logical. The problem is somebody who does not have understanding of it tries to explain it. It becomes a problem. It becomes difficult to explain. Somebody gets lost because they don't know how to compare it. I I wish somebody could could capture this. Glory. Glory. All those who are giving, may God bless you. Continue to give. It's good. It helps the ministry. I don't know if somebody's catching this. You see, the problem is we have people who are trying to explain things that is beyond their jurisdiction. As a prophet, I can teach you this because God always has to take me out of my spirit, out of my body. And because I've had a few out-of-body experiences, I've come to understand the difference between being in time and being out of time. Sometimes when I see visions, it looks like I've been watching this vision forever. But when I come out of it, it's only been 30 seconds. <laughs> I feel like I'm <laughs> I feel like I'm by myself. Ah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So if you try to teach something that is beyond your jurisdiction, obviously you mess it up. It will look like the same thing to you but it's not. Just the same way people confuse the spirit and the soul. They think they are the same because they are similar but they are not the same. Their functions are completely different. Intuition and emotion are almost are almost similar but they are two different things and they work differently I don't know if somebody is catching I don't know if somebody is catching this hallelujah Glory be to Jesus. Can I continue? Let me see if how, 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 uh, how everybody else is doing. Now let me explain to you why Isaiah could say that by his stripes we are healed. How could Isaiah see something called by his stripes we are healed? Simple. A truth that had not come to happen. But remember the Bible says that Jesus was crucified from the foundations of the earth. What does it mean to be crucified from the foundations of the earth? Meaning that the earth was created. When the Bible says, do you understand where the foundation, when God was talking to the, to the prophet Job. And telling Job, do you know where the pillars, the foundations of the earth are? He was talking about, do you know who the chief cornerstone is? Do you know what this world is set on? This very physical realm called the earth exists because of the cross of Jesus. The thing that holds this planet together is actually an event of his crucifixion before time, space, and matter existed. He was crucified from the foundations. Meaning when the foundation of the earth was being set. One of the foundation and the main foundation was Jesus dying. So Jesus did not die 2000 years ago. That is an event in time. It means this event happened before we saw it happen. That is why somebody like Isaiah could say, by his stripes we are healed. Because when Isaiah saw it, it will happen in the future. He refused to believe it for the future. He chose to believe it for now. And because he chose it for now, he spoke in present tense, by his stripes we are healed. He did not say by his stripes we will be healed. Your problem is, God tells you, I am going to bless you. You say, In the future, I will be blessed. You say, In two weeks, I will be blessed. But God doesn't have time. Eternity has no time. Everlasting has time. I don't know if somebody is capturing what I'm saying. Let me prove to you. Go to Genesis 21. Genesis chapter 21. You know, I like to give people verses so it doesn't just sound like somebody saying things. Go to Genesis 21. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Genesis 21. Are you there? Uh Listen to what it says. Are you ready? Verse 1. And the Lord visited Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did unto Sarah as he had spoken. For Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son, in his old age. At the set time. Aha. Which God had spoken to him. Now you need to understand. God told him. Now you have to understand this. God told him by this time next year. But next year came. Isaac was not born. It was Ishmael that was born YouTube are you there I want to explain this the best way that I can glory be to the living Jesus Look at this. Next year came. When next year came, there was no son. That his wife told Abraham, Hey, why don't you go and lay down with a Hagar? Maybe she's supposed to be the one that is going to bear a child for me. But when she went and got Ishmael, more trouble came out of it than anything good. Because the blessing of God make it fat and adds no sorrow. There was sorrow in Sarah because God was not really in there. So look at what happened. When she, now Ishmael was sent away. Is when God now comes. And Sarah is pregnant. But the Bible is saying, God did it at the set time that he had spoke. Now, if you measure it according to what God said, it means that Abraham missed his time of visitation. Yeah. But when God came and made, gave Sarah a baby, the Bible is saying at the set time that God spoke. But no, God, you said next year. How come this did not happen next year? let me tell you the truth the word set time or the word time there it means is the word mode m-o-w-e-d mode m-o-w-e-d m-o-w-e-d which means appointed place It has nothing to do with time. That word literally means appointed place. Uh, I'm talking to the wrong people. So you don't get God's blessing not because of time. It's because you are not in the appointed place. I'm here to tell somebody you are in the right place at the right time. Let me give you an example. When somebody is not doing well, what do they say? What do they say? I'm not in the right place in my mind. (laughs) But you say things without really understanding what you're saying. It's not just the right place. It is the appointed place. So when God told him, when God told him, by this time next year, God was expecting Sarah to be in a place, in a mind that has already received this so that God can visit her at that place. Now notice how it breaks it down. Let me, let me even break it down more. Look at what it says. And verse 2, for Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his old age at the set time which God had spoken to him. Meaning God spoke an event. God pointed a location. He did not point time. He pointed a location. I'm talking, listen. uh, uh, (laughs) The good news is this. The appointed place is simply you entering into the truth. So what allows you to see is the truth that you possess. Remember yesterday I taught you about the seven layers of revelation. The seven dimensions of revelation. So depending on where you are in these seven determines what truth you will see. Uh, I think people are tired. When you are in present truth or future truth. Something will be different about you compared to the people that you're with. Let me give you an example. Especially prophets are given access to eternal things a lot. Things that have always been. Let me explain to you what everlasting is. Let me give you an example. Let's go to the Bible. <laughs> ah Jesus. First John two, six, two, First John chapter 2 verse 16. First John chapter 2 verse 16. Yep. First John Chapter two, verse sixteen. Let me, let me, (laughs) ah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now look at this. Are you ready? From sixteen to 17. seventeen, First John chapter two, verse sixteen to seventeen. First John chapter two, verse sixteen to seventeen. First John two, 16, 17. Yeah. Uh, Megan, actually, it's it's not bad, but. You need the understanding of it, because if you don't have the understanding of it, then you cannot manipulate time. Because we are time travelers. Anybody that is prophetic is a time traveler. <laughs> Listen to what it says. For all that is in the world. Now you have to understand. When the Bible is saying all that is in the world, is talking about a mind frame. You are in the world, but not of it. It's not talking about the location. It's talking about the patterns of the world. When the Bible says you are the light of the world, it's not talking about the sun. It's not talking about the moon. Because the world already has the sun and the moon. But it's talking about you be a light. That will be different from what people do. You will show them a different way. Because people in the world are in darkness. Meaning they cannot see the right way. Is this making sense? For all that is in the world... The lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father. Now remember the word Father there means source. But is of the world. Meaning those things are not eternal because they don't come from God. And the world passeth away. And the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God Abide forever No, 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 wait If the world is passing away Where am I abiding forever? Because it's not saying I've changed locations How will I abide forever? Because it's saying The people in the world have a certain way to live And they will perish In that world But those who do the will of the Father will abide forever. Now remember, an abode is to make a place in a location. Let me break it down. The word abide is meno. M-E-N-O. To remain. They will remain forever. Now that you understand forever is not everlasting. Forever. Forever is not eternal. What is God? What is God talking about here in the book of John? Let me explain to you. The word forever is the word eon. Let me break it down. Let me break it down. Eon. Eon is A-I-O-N. Eon means an unbroken age. It's It's a perpetual of time. An unbroken age. Perpetual of time. Catch this. What is the Bible talking about here? He's <laughs> saying people of the world will perish. But I thought everybody in this earth dies. Because there is a difference between the earth and the world. Everybody on the earth dies, right? But Jesus is saying this, uh, the, the apostle is saying this. He's saying, listen, those who do the things of the world after the pattern of the world, they will perish. And they are last also. But those who do the will of God will abide forever. Now that you understand forever is a time, it means they will finish their assignment Hell has an assigned time. When the assignment of hell is done, they will be thrown in the fire. So when the Lord Jesus is saying, Lord, I will be with you forever. He's saying, I will be with you until your end in this world. Then you will come where I am. Remember what the Lord Jesus said. He said, where I go? And his disciples said, Lord, where are you going? He said, where I go, you cannot follow right now, but one day you will follow. Because still, they could not enter eternity yet. Yeah. They could not enter where it was eternal yet. So Jesus said, when you are finished, I will be with you until the end of the age. I will be with you for eon. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, 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 I think I'm, I've lost some people. <laughs> <Please rewind. laughs> this is extra chocolate dip. It's too deep that it makes the devil run. My big sister Bupe, says, extra chocolate deep. I, I believe so too. <laughs> is the lake of fire the sun? Absolutely not. remember there will be a new heaven and a new earth meaning things that existed in this dimension in this timeline called forever it will pass away and there will be everything that will become new meaning they never were there before behold a new heaven and a new earth New is not, if I, if I renew something, it's refurbished. God is not refurbishing the earth. He's making a new earth. So forever... Is a measure of time. Everlasting is a measure of time. Let me explain everlasting even more simple. When the Lord Jesus came, he said, But I have come. Notice he's not saying, I have taken them. He's saying, I have come. Not I have taken them, I have come so that they may have life and life more abundantly. What is that life? Everlasting. A life that moves from glory to glory to glory to glory. Where if a thousand fall on your side, ten thousand fall on your right side, you are still going from glory to glory because it will not touch you. Because you are not using the life that everybody else is using. You are using a different life that is always progressing, always going up always going up, always going up until you enter eternity. (laughs) I pray that you enter into the everlasting promise of God. That is my prayer for you. When the prophet visited uh, the woman who had uh, flour, she was about to cook. Her cake and die with her son and die. When Elijah went to her, Elijah said, If you cook and make this cake, you will have food in your house. And the oil and the flour will not run out. So remember, it lasted about how long was the drought? Over three years or about three years. I can't really remember. But it was a few years. That woman must have thought, man, this flower has been here forever. Because you are taking out. (laughs) But it is not ending. The oil is not running dry. I pray that this is the dimension that you will enter. That That your resources will no longer be drained by the enemy. That your resources will no longer be drained by the enemy. The plans and the desires of the enemy for your health will not prosper. The plans and the desires of the enemy for your family will not prosper. The plans and the desires of the enemy for your career will not prosper. For your ministry will not prosper. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I prophesy that there will be elevation after elevation after elevation. Your life will be from glory to glory to glory to glory to glory. Amen. I receive you two by you there. I'm about to finish now. I'm I'm about to finish. 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 I am, about to I am about to finish 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 thank you Jesus keep sharing let somebody I want somebody to get a glimpse of this. It will bless somebody. It will change somebody's life. That is why it is so important for you to know when to give to God. And who you give to when it comes to giving. There are ministries you should never give to. If they don't exercise the power of God, you don't see where you are being fed. It is old truth. It means that there will be stagnancy in also where you are sowing. I'm just telling you the truth. Notice the Lord Jesus, they brought bread and, and five loaves and two fish. And the bread and the fish entered a realm called forever. As long as there were people to feed, the bread and the fish never ran out. When you give in the right place, God will sustain what you have. Being therefore established in this present truth, My question to you is this, what truth have you established yourself in? Do you believe that Jesus is going to heal you one day or Jesus has already healed you? Do you believe that God is going to bless you one day or do you believe God has already poured his blessing on you? Because whatever you believe determines what timeline you will pull from. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 2 and God rested from all his work which he had created and made. Listen, when you pray for breakthrough, God is not creating a solution, the solution was already provided because God knows all things. If he has to create a solution, it means that God is operating with time. What truth? Do you believe? That is what the spirit of God is asking somebody today. All those who are giving, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. All those who want to give, go to prophetlovy.com and you can give there. God bless every single person that is giving. So the question is this, which truth are you existing in? What is the truth that you're believing? I believe that God speaks to me. That's why God speaks to me. You may not believe that God speaks to you. That's you. (laughs) Some of you believe that God cannot speak to you beyond scripture. That's why you don't hear him beyond scripture because God will deal with you in whatever frame of reality you're in. I call them frames of reality because of the vision that the Lord Jesus showed me years ago. When you pray, God, I thank you for the big and small blessings. It means you don't know God because God has never done anything small. God is so big that he gives according to his measure. God will never give according to man's measure. That's why the Bible says, I will pour out a blessing that you will not have room enough to receive it. But the point is you need a room in order to catch some of it because it's going to overflow. God does not pour a blessing where there is no room. You need to make room. Even though the blessing he will pour, you will not have room enough to contain it. The point is you will have room. Ah, somebody's not catching what I just said there. My son Chikezi, thank you for your offering. Some people even say I'm not in the right frame of mind. Yes, or I'm not in the right frame of mind. Yeah, because your frame of mind determines what you're seeing. It determines every single thing that you're seeing. Now let me show you a verse that is going to show you. Go to, I believe it's Genesis. Now look at this. It's in the book of Joel. Joel chapter 2 verse 25. Joel chapter 2 verse 25. Now you will understand this verse better. Joel chapter 2 verse 25 Joel chapter 2 verse 25 are you ready Joel chapter 2 verse 25 glory to God I'm going to give people a minute to get there. Uh, My daughter Thomas Cordelia, thank you for your offering. God richly increase you and bless you. I wish somebody could hear me. All those who are giving may the Lord Jesus double you and, and give you more. More than you can imagine may you experience the goodness of god more than your mind can comprehend glory be to his eternal name hallelujah the bishop richard jones thank you for your offering sydney god bless you william eap god bless you hallelujah if you wanna give, just go to prophetlovey.com and give there. I'm about to read this last verse. And then I'll be done. <laughs> Tomari's treaty, God bless you for your offering. Everybody, you can go. Uh, everybody, my my uncle is back. <laughs> the Reverend Simon. My ability to teach this man. Is the source. Aubrey Jones, thank you for your offering. I'm about to finish with this. Joel chapter 2, verse 25. Listen to what it says. It says this. And I will restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten, the cankerworm, the caterpillar, the, the palm worm, my great army which I sent among you. Read it one more time. Joel 2.25. And then I'll break it down. And I will restore to you the years mm-hmm. that the locusts have eaten. Mm-hmm. The cankerworm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm. Um. My great army which I sent among you. So is God restoring what they ate or is God restoring the time? God is restoring the time. Now look at... <laughs> The word here there is shana. Shana. S-H-A-N-E-H. S-H-A-N-E-H. Shana. Do you know what it means? A division or a measure of time. So God is not going to give you the car you lost or the blessing of a car that you are supposed to receive in 1996 Let's say you are believing God, you are supposed, God set up an appointed time for you to get a car, but you are supposed to get it in 1996. But 1996 came, you did not get any car because your frame of mind was not in the appointed place that a car was waiting for you. So now you are in 2019 about to go to 2020. If God gives you a 1996 Mercedes Benz that you are supposed to get, what are you going to do with it with 2019? Yeah. First of all, it will not be roadworthy, maybe because of how much pollution it produces. Yeah. Number two, it will be too much to maintain. So God knows not to tie a blessing to the time of men, but to tie it to an event that is based on your mindset. So when God gives you that time, because time is currency, when God gives you that time, you determine what you're going to do with that time. I'm talking to the wrong people. Ah, Because God is giving you years. He's not saying I'm giving you a year. Years. Meaning God can give you, remember, harvest happens once a year. I want you to use your brain for a second. Harvest happens how many times a year? Once a year. There are different seasons that you harvest, but it's within a year there's a time for harvest. There's a time to plant, and there's a time to harvest. But God is saying, I will give you back, I will restore the years that my army ate So there are some blessings that you're supposed to receive. God can give you the blessing that you're supposed to have from the day you are born until the day you finish your assignment here on earth. In one second, if your mind can enter into that place. Because God is restoring years, not a year. Years. Years. Meaning, for every year there was a different blessing. God is just taking all that time and giving it to you. But you decide when you're going to reap of it based on your words and your faith. I'm talking to the wrong people. I feel like I'm by myself. So, when I prophesy to you, I am bringing an event into place into your timeline I am making it known to you so that you can enter into that mind frame immediately so that it happens if you don't enter into that place it's you that is why some people they receive a powerful prophecy they receive a powerful word but they don't get the fruit of it then they go to another church they are bathed in they take a whole bucket of anointing oil nothing is happening Because your mind is still not entering the appointed place. Let me shock you some. Let let me. All those who are giving God bless you. May God increase you and double everything that you have. Let me pray for people. Father in the name of Jesus. I pray for everybody that is on as we are about to go off. I pray that this word will sink into them. That it will work in them. That they will be established in this present truth. To know that Lord you are bigger. You are more than what anybody ever thought and believes. I pray that Lord they will enter into a place of power a place of dominion, a place of increase like they have never known before. Let it be done unto them today according to your power and according to your might, that whatsoever they shall declare with their mouth, may they live. Your word says, I shall see your goodness in the land of the living. Father, we know your goodness is revealed where there are bad things. So in this world, there is bad things. So there is room to see your goodness. In heaven, everything is good. In heaven, there is no sickness. There is no death. It is always good and your pleasures are forever. I pray that in this life, in this season, in this hour, in this frame of reality, may they receive... Every single thing they're believing for. Those who are believing for their health. Those who are believing for their careers. Those who are believing for increase financially. Those who are believing for a child. Let it be sold. Those who are believing for healing. Those who want healing from cancer, HIV, blood pressure, arthritis, migraines. Receive your deliverance and healing in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you that this is done in Jesus' name. Everybody make sure you sign up for Prophetic School. Sign up for Prophetic School because there is a capacity and uh, I don't want you to miss your place. It's going to be too much. God bless you. God increase you. This is the Prophet Lovie again. May the Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Shalom, shalom. in the realms of the spirit, when you were carrying him, there was a big challenge in the realm of the spirit. It was a difficult pregnancy to carry him. To the point that it looked like you're going to lose him at some point. Because I remember, I am seeing it in the realms of the spirit. When you're about four months, going to five months, I saw you bleeding that you thought that you actually lost him. Yes, yes! Brother I am trying to understand what these two angels are saying? Because I'm hearing one saying God with us, and the other one is saying Emmanuel. Uh, what is that? Yeah. It's like Emmanuel. Hey. Hey. That's it. yeah. Zoom, zoom, zoom. So I think six three zero zero. office. Wow. When I got to this place, I saw an address like eight one one one. The angel told me walk five steps. I walked five steps and I saw like unit five. I saw a two. I saw a nine. I saw another nine. I saw a three. I saw a zero. I saw a B. It's like a pay view or something like that. But me. I don't know what this is, I'm seeing a D e, an R, and an M, but this I don't... Saw... I saw him doing this, throwing seeds. When people are throwing seeds, it means they have a calling, a pastoral calling. To wow. feed people wow. and to uh, raise people. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> you say what? pastor. I pray for you in the name of Jesus that the Lord will touch you wherever you are. I pray that the Sulam anointing shall come upon you as you listen to this prayer. I pray that your spiritual ears and your spiritual eyes and your spiritual understanding shall be unlocked this day. I pray that the mysteries of Jehovah God shall be released unto you. I pray that you may know his power, that you may know his love, that you may know his might in your life this day. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. May what was impossible become possible now. L'andele dele kista avuka la bronde kista vara kia se mevra tufta ika la vandele dia la klario sto fradei ke le kista avuka talamande laisti constelsta in glory fantelino mevretita atuva kashuka pravedia amande. L'angati ta labra de liga o kapava ke la pronde vika Zila kusha mevrafia a zu fekei Kinkarabasonte le gusta. Prava kushte i karabakantele teleba sovarei Makusha arade dia azaka talabante Azuva, I pray that my encounters with the Lord will become your encounters. I pray that every single angelic visitation that I've experienced, may the Lord favor you today. May the Lord give you the grace to see the things that I have seen and beyond. I unlock you in the prophetic today. I release the Sulam anointing upon you today. May angels ascend and descend upon you in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. May the Lord be glorified through your life. May the world know that Jesus is alive by reason of him manifesting himself through you. I decree and declare as a prophet of God there will be a difference from this day when you stand before people when you pray there will be a change that people will know that the Holy Spirit is upon you and he has anointed you to do the work of God to be a shield for your family to be a defender of your family let it be so now in Jesus mighty name Blessings everybody, this is Prophet Lovi, and I'm so excited to be inviting you to the second prophetic school that we're going to be having this year. It's just going to be phenomenal. The first one was so powerful, but this one will be even greater and will be even better. It's very important to understand that it is God's will that every single person, whether you're an evangelist, whether you're a pastor, whether you're a teacher, whether you're an apostle, for you to function in the prophetic. Because the prophetic is the revealer of things that are hidden in the heavenly realm. If God wanted to speak to you concerning California right now, you cannot find any verse in the scripture that will talk about California. But God through his spirit and by his spirit, he can speak to you specifically concerning the things he's going to be doing in the land. So it's very important for you to know, how to hear the voice of God, so that you will know that every step that you take, that God is the one that is ordering it. The Bible says it clearly, those who are led by the Spirit are the sons of God. My desire is that you will grow into a place where you are led by the Holy Spirit, where you can know his voice. You will know his still small voice, where he wants you to go, where he wants you to step, so that many people will be blessed because of you. My prayer is that you will be one of those that will be baptized in the prophetic and your life will never be the same. This is Prophet Lovey, and I can't wait to see you from September 30th to October 2nd. It's going to be prophetic, it's going to be powerful and you will live so equipped and ready to win the world for Jesus. God bless you and I can't wait to see you. This is the Prophet Lovey. Shalom, shalom.